Hi guys and welcome. I'm super excited to have my favorite buddy Brandy with us. How are you doing Brandy? I'm great. Hello leaders. We, uh, sorry we missed the podcast last week. I had winter camp coming up and we just keep ourselves really, really busy when winter camp happens. But I'm super excited to say we had almost 80 adults and students at winter camp. So we had 78, which is huge. That is so amazing. It was actually one of our bigger camps. And for this to be a weird, awkward (laughs) life season and God just really blessed us. And so Sorry, there's no podcast because we were all about student ministries, but we love you guys and um, we'll make it up for you in this one. So Brandy, what uh, yes. events do we have happening? Well, I know that women's ministry has their own retreat coming up at the end of March, I believe. And we're super excited to have the women connecting again. And probably, I'm assuming a bonfire is going to be coming up as well. Is it the first Friday of the month, right? Well, so we have this week, we have a Moms and Kids Park Day. It's this Wednesday from 3.30 to 5 p.m. So most of you probably won't get that announcement out to your people yet. And then we have a Women's Hike Saturday, March 13th at 9.30 a.m. And then just like you said, we have Women's Retreat. And that is coming Mm. up March 26th and 27th. Nice. Yeah. We're trying to rebuild, refocus on community. And so having some fun outdoor events come as you feel comfortable, but also just come back to community. I think it's perfect timing too, since we just started having indoor services this last weekend. So it's a great time and multiple opportunities for people to connect. Yes. And Crosspoint looks so fancy, fancy. Good job, Crosspoint. (laughs) (laughs) So we are going to move into the intersect. And just to let you know, the intersect is going to look a lot different than before. You know, we are always trying to keep you on your toes. But one of the reasons why it looks different is because Steve's message was all about parables. And I don't know about you, but I don't know the last time I just really did a good review on parables. But you, Brandy, you reviewing parables a lot lately? Not really. <laughs> if I'm being <laughs> honest, nope. Well, you are this week. This week, the way that we did the intersect was just really wanted to give you guys an opportunity to kind of have a more, you know, choose your own adventure in small groups. And so the first question, how have you engaged with God's word over the past week? Hopefully their answer will be by doing the multiple scriptures (laughs) in the intersect. There you go. We made it super easy with the intersect. (laughs) Yes, we, we, lots of Bible in there. And then the next question is, this is an opportunity for our people, our small groups, to be able to really dive in and open up the word of God and have the word of God speak to them. I mean, it always should, but this is just, it's a cool time for us to be able to see what parables people pick and why that stands out to them. And so as a small group leader, I would just be really 
aware and paying attention of the different parables and the things that are interesting to them because that's a really good marker of where people are in their life and then it's really simple this would be a time where your small group will have a lot of time to share because we did three questions and they're very very why do you like it tell us about it why did it stand out to you how can this help you grow in your walk with god so it should be a really easy peasy uh, as my six-year-old says, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, small group for you guys, <laughs> just to really get into the Bible. And so let us know, let us know how you like the intersect and kind of what stands out to you guys. I'm really curious to hear. We'd love to hear that. And then Brandy, how are you doing with this whole idea of transformational relationships? Has anything changed in your small group? I don't think anything, we haven't really changed anything on our small group. I mean, we're definitely trying to be, be more intentional. So, so I guess, yes, maybe a little bit has changed where we're trying to be more intentional with connecting with each other. Um, so the women have, and I think we talked about this last time I was on, we've been doing our Bible study thing, but I think we've kind of gotten away from it too. Uh, so we got to re-engage with that. So yeah, but just, you know, constantly trying to stay in contact with them and yeah, just reaching out during the week through text messages and stuff. So I think just being connected is I think what we're being more intentional with right now. And that's good. And it's so important. I think that that word, that intentionality of connection is really what it is. This isn't going to come natural. For a lot of people, you know, I think Brandy is a unicorn when it comes to community, you know, not very many people can do it as well as she can. And so for others, we're going to have to be intentional. We're not going to wake up thinking about, oh, how do I connect with the people in my small group? And so making sure that we set markers and things to remind us how to do that. One of the things we've been doing in our small group is every week at the beginning of small group, someone shares a testimony, their testimony, not a testimony, <laughs> their testimony, and it's five to seven minutes. And I've got to tell you, it's been really powerful, but it's been really eye-opening to see when people first found Jesus and where they think they are in their walk with God right now. And just, I love it. I love it. I will probably do this now every small group season just to help people get to know each other more. And that's kind of the, what we're going to be talking about today is we've done, we seek Jesus together. We practice faith. And then the next one is live in authenticity. And so what it means to live in authenticity as a small group leader to then communicate that to the people in your small group. And so the coaches did some brainstorming ideas Brandy, how does that stand out to you, that phrase, live in authenticity? One of the things that we discussed in our coaches meeting about this topic was as leaders, we feel like we're held to a higher standard and that we have to seem like we have everything together and our lives are going perfectly and our marriages are going perfectly and our kids are perfect and our walk is perfect. Like we're in the Bible all the time. Like we just need to seem like we have it together, even if we don't. And if we are portraying something that is not truly how we are, then that's not being authentic. And the thing that I've noticed with, you know, being a coach with previous leaders 
and I shared this today as well, is if you're a small group leader and you are not being honest about where you are in your walk, or, you know, if you're having issues with your kids, or if you're having something going on in your marriage, whatever it is, if you're not honest and you're not asking for prayer from your group for that, then you're not being authentic with them. And that is absolutely going to affect the way that your group is. Because if they don't feel like you're being authentic with them, they're going to hold back from you and you're going to have, well, you guys are just not going to. You're a struggle. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. You are. Cause people, if they don't trust you and trust that you're being honest with them, then they're not going to give that in return to you. And even just looking at this first question on the intersect, how have you engaged with God's word over the past week? If you haven't engaged in God's word over the past week, it's okay as a leader to tell them that. Like if that's something that you struggle with, which let me tell you, a lot of Christians struggle with being engaged in the word every day, every week, whatever. I mean, there are a lot of verses in here right now, but if something happened and you just couldn't get to it, it's absolutely okay to be honest and tell them because trust me, they're going to appreciate that honesty more than if you lie about it and say that, that you're doing it because then they can't help you. And they're going to see it. They're going to see it in your fruit, right? What you produce yeah. is what you're putting in. And so if you're saying you're putting in a lot, but you're not producing a lot, <laughs> they're going to wonder why. So being yeah. honest, it only benefits the relationship because if you live up to such a high standard, it's going to be really hard for them to want to be able to share with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the things we did is we listed some struggles that leaders might have in living in authenticity, but I don't think it's just leaders. I think it's everybody. A little bit of that is that duality that Brandy was talking about. If you have a struggle, but you choose not to struggle or share the struggle, or if you really have a different life than the one that you are when you're coaching or you're mm -hmm. leading a small group, that's going to be really obvious and not come off sincere. If you are not living out what you believe and you're not acting the way that you say that you act when you're not around Christians or people in your small group. So that's going to be one of the struggles. The other one, the appearance of feeling like they have to keep it together. Such high expectations usually make us fall even harder. And so that's always a fear of living in authenticity. And then sometimes it's just not fun. Being vulnerable is not fun. <laughs> you're shining a flashlight yeah. into your life and you're offering people to be, see the nitty gritty of the things that you don't like about yourself. And so that exposure sometimes can be painful. So we realize those as struggles and as a, you guys struggle with that, let us know. We're here to help you and walk you through that. But also to kind of catch some blind spots with you guys, if you feel like those are some of your struggles, then this is a good time to talk with us that we can minister to you. We can disciple you. We can love on you. We can pray for you. We can knock out some of you, you know, whatever it takes. So <laughs> yeah, I um, want to just add to just really quick, Beth, that all of these small groups, we all know this from being in small groups together before, but God places people in small groups together because they all 
not all of them, but some of them connect with different things, different things that they struggle with, whether it's, you know, their kids or whatever it may be. And if you're holding back as a leader and you're not sharing something that you're struggling with, maybe you're holding back somebody else from sharing that too. Because if you open up about something, then they're going to be comfortable, more comfortable than they were before to open up and share about that whatever that is as well. And that's going to create just so much more bonding within the small group. And vulnerability leads to high trust. People are going to be more willing to share with you if you shared with them because you trusted them with something. They're going to then take that trust and trust you. But also that high trust means that what gets shared in small group stays in small group. It's not shared with other people. It's not made fun of. It's not later brought out as a point, you know, of ridicule, but really that we're learning and growing and building that trust. And so as that trust builds, then more things can happen in a relationship. So that's just one of the points. And I know we went a little bit long today, so we're so thankful you guys made it this far. We're so close to spring break. We're so close to Easter, which is so crazy. Mm -hmm. We love you guys. And we thank you so much. Please Keep sending us stories. Keep reaching out to your coaches. Keep reaching out to me. We love you and we thank you so much. And we hope that you have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.